Welcome to the Wrestling Philosophy Show, where we discuss unique perspectives and beliefs on the sport of wrestling. Give us a follow or subscribe on various social media platforms, including YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. Enjoy the show. Greg Warren, how you doing today, man? Hey, Jared, how's it going? Great, man. Great. So you're back home in St. Louis. You said you just uh, finished up a long weekend, long week on the road. Yeah, I don't. I I, I got. Uh, yeah, I was. I don't. I can't even remember. I was in like five different cities last week, and it was. Uh, I was pretty stupid, Jared. I think I probably should have said no to a couple of those gigs, man. <laughs> you have a hard time a, saying no. I mean, now that things are kind of opening back up, or kind of just. Yeah, yeah fun I mean, I, I love doing comedy, and you know. Um, you know, I don't take it for granted anymore after the uh, pandemic. So if it sounds like a fun show or if it sounds like a show that I'm going to make a lot of money at, <laughs> and I had a, I had a little bit of both, but I had some shows that were uh, lucrative and then shows that I was mostly doing cause I, um, sort of in, in love with my new material. So I wanted to get it out there, but uh, it was just a lot of traveling. And I, uh, that was a uh, 40 year old me would have been fine with that. But 50 year old me is, uh, is regretting it this morning. Yeah, it's yeah. funny how that works, isn't it? Hey, Father Time's undefeated. So, for those that don't know, obviously you're a comedian, but you have a wrestling background. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All American at Mizzou, right? Yeah, but you know, a, a long, long time ago, I was uh, <laughs> in 1991. So, yeah, no, that's, still, that's still pretty darn cool. So, I guess, what's your first wrestling memory? um my first one yeah yeah you know i remember my dad was a coach and i i remember him taking me to to practice um at his he was coaching junior high back then and i remember just like him you know like i, I would go to practice and then one day he was like wrestle that kid and i think it was you know i don't know who, what it was and then they, three in the fire yeah, I got pinned, I think, and I didn't, and I thought it was funny, you know, I didn't, <laughs> like, you know, like, it, it did, it, you know, I was probably five years old at the time or something. So. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but, um, yeah, I think, I think around seven or eight, maybe it's, I started getting where I, you know, I knew, like, you need to try to win and, <laughs> and you need to try to execute <laughs> more serious. And yeah. Yeah. And I remember like winning and being happy and losing and being sad and that kind of thing. Yeah. So he was your junior high and high school coach. He moved up with, he you was my was? high school coach. Yeah. I mean, he was effectively my coach, you know, I mean, I had coaches, I, I had a guy named uh, Gary Lake, uh, who was my little league coach. And uh, you know, there's a lot of coaches around me in little league, but my dad was, you know, always a big part of it. And then in high school, yeah, he was, he was my coach. Yeah. So, and then uh, in uh, college, um, you know, I, he, I think he tried to be <laughs> my coach for a little while and then, um, and then step back. And that was really kind of cool. And he, my dad did a nice job of, uh, you know, I, I, I have some memories, I think, um, maybe it was my, my, my sophomore year, uh, it was the NCAA tournament and I was wrestling Brian Dolph. Oh, uh, no way. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Dolph, who was, you know, the guy was, <laughs> I think most people <laughs> still is most people thought, uh, most people knew what the outcome of that match was going to be, <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, I got, I got in the, and I remember, I don't know. I was just like nervous and scared. I, I'm not sure I had the best mental, um, 
I would do it differently mentally, but, um, I, uh, you know, I was, I was fighting and battling and wrestling with him. And I, I remember hearing my dad in the stands just, and it was all just encouragement. You know, it wasn't coaching. It wasn't, I care a lot about the outcome of this. It was just coaching and encouragement. Or it was just encouragement. And it was really, I mean, it really, I'll never forget that, you yeah. know? And, and, and I think that he was always encouraging as my coach too, but I, there was a difference at that time. He was like a fan and it was really, I felt like, Oh, he's, he's got my back here. I'm, I'm in a really horrible situation. <laughs> he's, got, he's got my back. You know? Yeah. yeah. Running up against B Dolph, man. That, that's a tall. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. You get to my age. Like, uh, I can tell you like, um, all the really like, good guys that i lost to you know <laughs> i beat a couple of good ones but you know but i can tell you a lot you know people are more impressed like oh you wrestle that guy i'm like yeah yeah i wrestle i can give you a, a whole list of guys that i wrestled that you would know their names you know yeah, and, it was and a I quick or as a quick match them. right <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no that's awesome so yeah that's a big piece right having a dad that kind of understands that i was pretty blessed my dad I had three younger brothers, but he, he knew exactly when he needed to step back and be no longer coach. All right. He's like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be dad. And that was the best, I think the best thing that he ever did. And it was pretty cool to see his self-awareness, you know, um, and it, and it, you know, worked out for us, I guess, you know? Yeah. Was he your high school coach? No, he, he did it through youth. And once okay. we got to middle school, he was like, you know, handled, and actually my uncle, uh was my high school coach. Wow. So yeah. actually he he's been to one of your shows, him and my cousin, uh, oh really maybe 2000 shoot i don't even know it was up in cleveland there front row with their headgears on i'm sure you get oh that a lot. wow man was i'm it, sure yeah. you get that There's a, lot. a great club but i'm probably up at hilarities in cleveland yeah places. yeah but he was my high school awesome, coach man. so it was still family thing you know what i mean yeah but, yeah yeah that would be interesting if it was like your uncle because it's yeah not your dad so you got, oh. yeah it's a little different i bet so we had a good group so so was Mizzou the the logical choice then, or is that just kind of kind of what the plan? Well, you oh. know, I, my uh, first year I didn't go to Mizzou. I went I went to uh, West Point. I went to oh, the okay. United States Military Academy, and uh, yeah, there was you know Jack Spates was the assistant coach back then, and he recruited me to go there. And I, uh, you know, I think I probably went for a lot of the wrong reasons. That you know, I, like I was at a I went to a public school, but there was a lot of. Um, a lot of my friends were were smart and uh and a lot of them were you know they, they weren't extremely wealthy but they had money and they all went to like very impressive you know like ivy league or east coast schools and re really really good schools and you know i was wrestling and i was also a procrastinator and i did nothing letter literally nothing you know uh until the end of the state tournament when i got done my senior year I did nothing as far as like applying for college. I think I was lazy. I didn't want to write essays or stuff like that, which is horrible to think about. Like, yeah, it's probably just lazy. And, you know, I, I got a call from a, I didn't get recruited by a ton of places, but I got, I got, I, Jack was calling me a lot. And I was like, well, you know, you guys are going to these prestigious East coast schools that nobody's going to beat me prestige wise with the United States military Academy. You know what I didn't take in, consideration is um you know uh it's the army uh so right, right so yeah i went there and um i was there for a year i stayed my whole plebe year and i did wrestle ed steers was the head coach there great guy and uh i was hurt 
a good amount of it. I was like, uh, I had a back problem and, uh, it kind of kept me out of wrestling for a while. And then my, in the spring, I started wrestling a lot more, um, and started doing some freestyle stuff and really kind of fell back in love with wrestling. And, um, you know, I really didn't know if I was going to quit until like the last, <laughs> the last day, you know, and, and, um, I was always getting yelled at, not for anything like horrible, but I was always in trouble and they'd have you marched back and forth on the, this place called the area when you're on Saturday mornings. And it's, I remember we had like this, I was like, okay, plebe year's over. Cause they, it's, it's rough, man. Oh, it, yeah. is, it is not fun. I, I can't imagine. I don't want to know. Yeah, it's, you know, and, um, so I was like, uh, we went to some meeting and they were like, okay, you guys are going to go home. You're going to get your first, you know, basically leave. Uh, extended leave for the summer you go home for a month and then when you get back you're going to be going to this you know this thing where you're going to learn to drive tanks and all this stuff and and uh, you got to have your equipment ready and when you get back to your barracks we're going to have an equi equipment check you know to make sure you got all your stuff and i was like marching back i'm like man i lost like all of that stuff and they're going to just they're going to yell at me more and this the yelling's never going to stop and i don't and then just really on the way back, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do this, you know, and then, you know, to, to, to quit there, like you got to go through, cause I made it through the year where most people, once they get through the first year, they don't quit. I mean, right. there's, um, and then once you get past the second year, you, you can't quit. You're in, you know, you're, 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 you owe them time. If you, a lot of time, to, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I, you know, I was, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just, kind of the fork in the road like all right am i gonna commit yeah yeah am i gonna a long do this? long seven years total is that what it is yeah it, well it's it, yeah it's four it, four um at school and then five uh it, five active duty after that and you know and i kind of felt like hey man if you're in, in the army for effectively nine years you're probably gonna that's your life you're probably gonna play it out you know i'm like yeah what i would i you know and you're an 18 year old kid so everything is like fatalistic or you know like in nine years seems like a lot of time like if i for nine years that's like half, your half life, my man. life i you know i'll probably just do it for 20 and retire and that'll be my whole life and even back then i think i had uh you know sort of an idea that i wanted to be a comedian i don't even know what it was or something in show business but uh yeah so i i left and um and i came home and uh you know, I, I was lost. I was like, I, I was thinking maybe I'm going to go out to LA. I was, you know, I was 18 years. I think I might be 17 years old at that time. I was like, I'm going to go out to LA and become a, a comedian or, you know, I don't know. I'll do something, you know, or, you know, and, and um, I was kind of lost. And like the day after I got home, the, the Mizzou wrestling coach showed up with a really nice scholarship offer. And, uh, Perfect. My dad was kind of like, you're, you're going to do this. <laughs> you know, he kind of pushed me <laughs> yeah. into it. And, you know, and I think I, I had unfinished business with wrestling too. So I went to Missouri after that. Yeah. Well, you mentioned you kind of fell back in love with it too, right? I mean, yeah, wrestling's I a love did, hate man. Thing, right. You kind of, it is, man. You hate yeah, it. it is. Yeah. So when did comedy come in? Like, were you always like growing up always kind of the had something to say guy or what? I, I think, I don't think I was like a smart ass yeah. type kid. I, I was, but I was, um, maybe a little bit, uh, loud. Uh, I was shy until I got to know people and then I was loud and I wasn't afraid of public speaking, you know, and I was, um, just at West point, I like would do impressions of the upperclassmen and stuff and make people laugh. And, 
Yeah, I, I um, you know, I think when I was in high school, I ran for like student council president, just so I could give a speech or it was student council something and just so I could get up in front of people and give a speech. And then I won that office. And I didn't want to do it. You know, I just wanted to, to try to make people laugh on stage. Eventually, the guy was like, Hey, you don't really want to do this, do you? I'm like, No, man, I don't. I just wanted to make people laugh. So did you decline then? You won, but like, yeah, yeah, I, I did. I, 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 uh, I turned in my, uh, whatever, turned over my office <laughs> treasure <laughs> or something, who knows? But, um, yeah, and then I, when I was in at Mizzou, I, I, my, some of the guys, there was a comedy club in town and one of the older guys uh, on the team, Craig Martin, uh, who was an all American, um, who's a senior when I was a freshman and Craig uh, worked at this, he was a bartender at this comedy club, you know, in the summers. And he, uh, he they had some comedy contest and he signed me up for it my freshman year. And I, oh, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All the wrestling guys came out. And the, so it was, um, I didn't know I did it off and on in, in, uh, in college, but I was mostly, you know, it was like 99% uh, wrestling. wrestling. I don't know, probably about 75% wrestling, uh, 20% school and 5% comedy is, you know. So it's always been somewhat of your life, right? I mean, if you're doing it in college, you must've been, you know, pretty, comedy. Pretty, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, mean, I didn't do it with any regularity. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just getting up there and acting like a jackass really. Uh, I would hate to see what I did. <laughs> <laughs> you ever look back at some of the stuff you d did? Or I guess that's how you improve, right? Though you look back at, I'm I mean, I look back the writing process for me is, uh, I look back at every show, but I look back like a day ago, two days ago, a week ago, uh, not, uh, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago. I, I don't <laughs> want to see that, you know, and every now and then I like last night, you know, every now and then, I, you know, I got stuff all the internet and I'll check every now and i'll look and see and i'll catch myself or I'll, i get played on satellite radio a lot of times so i'll be um, scanning satellite radio and i'll hear myself and be like all right it's, it's not terrible you know it's <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah it's the last thing i want to hear is myself um, so yeah I, I actually enjoy the process now the writing process of like you know i had some shows last week and i'll sit down today or tomorrow and just sit down and listen to all those sets and then you know at that point it's more for a you know, it's technical. It's like, okay, I got to get rid of that word. I got to add that, or that might be another idea. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was like. What's your process of, of creating new material, new content? What, what do you just kind of um, block it off or it just comes up and you jot it down and then you, is I think there's a, a little of both, you know, I, I think for me um, to, con to come out, to really put out a lot of material and that's, you know, I, I would like to put out quite a bit of material and continually write is you got to have pen to the paper. You can't just rely on what you, you know, you inspiration during the day. So I do like some journaling in the morning. I do a lot of listening to my act. I have a few writing exercises where I just like, okay, these four topics are close. There, there's something here. I don't know if it's really hard to figure out what's funny. It's just, it's so if you can start with what's interesting or what like interrupted the continuum of the day, a lot of times you can sort of twist that into something that's funny. So I'll just start with, Hey, this idea. And then I'll just kind of go just brainstorm be like, and, and you know, it's like, don't try to make this the greatest joke in the world. Just try to make it 2% more relatable or 2% uh, 
uh, funnier. And, and, you know, sometimes if you do that over time, you, you find something, you find some seam and then, mm-hmm. you know, you try it on stage and uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But when it, when you do, when you're onto something, and I know now I'm like, I'm pretty good about like, I'll, I'll say something and that's the best feeling in the world. It's like learning a new technique. It's very similar to like, you learn a new technique. Um, I, I remember in high school, there was a junior college um, real close to me. It was called Merrimack junior college. It doesn't okay. have wrestling anymore, but uh, it was, you know, it was a, it was a two or three miles from my house and I would go up there uh, in, in the spring and the summer. And I, you know, so I was up there every night or, or you know, he, he'd open it up and uh, I'd work out and they, they showed me like a cheap tilt, you know, one summer, I think it was like the summer after my sophomore year, you know, I'm just fooling around with it. I didn't think, you know, it was like, you know, when you're kind of screwing around and it wasn't structured practice and like just doing this for fun. Right. And then, and then in, in high school that year, you know, you, get bored in practice at the end, you know, and, or when you're wrestling somebody not that good and be like, I'm going to try this dumb move that I learned. And then, and then like, there's something, there's just some weird transition that happens where it's like, Oh man, I just did that in a regular match, you, you know, like, and, and I did that. And then it's like, I just did that and, and I needed to do it. And then, you know, and that, that year I, I won the state and I, you know, I, I wasn't, there's a guy that I think they people thought were going to beat me. And I tilted that guy like nine times, man, <laughs> you know, with that cheap tilt. So it's the same feeling to me um, with writing comedy. It's like, ah, this is a, this idea is silly or whatever, but I, why not try it? You know, or I'm bored. It's at the end of the show or it's in the middle of the show. Uh, I got to do something. I'm sick of this act and you just try it. And then you like something sticks and you, you know, and people in the audience would be like, well, that wasn't, that's probably not his best joke or, you know, and I'm like, no, that was the beautiful, most beautiful moment of that show. Cause I can tell you, I like, it didn't work perfect there, but I know there's something there. I know there's something oh. I can build on there. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's definitely re- I understand what you're saying. Cause it's, you know, you work on something, work on something, then it pays off to go, like, oh, you know, it, it means something more, right. When you, you yeah. Yeah. And I think maybe, maybe with wrestling, I don't know. I mean, I look back, I would, I listen to so many, uh, wrestling podcasts and i listen to guys interviewed and i you know i know some of those guys and i'm really inspired by them and i'm like ah, i would have done it so differently if i you know if i had to do it over again i would have kept I, I think i didn't my intellectual curiosity waned a little bit in college you mm-hmm. know where i didn't wasn't always looking for a new technique i was just like i gotta just get through practice man this is right. brutal and i, I i'm real good that. at these real good at these nine techniques or you know and i'm not doing anything new you know i just gotta do this and you know it became too routine and um god if i would have just maybe kept kept learning you know hey you still finish on the podium that's you know heck of an accomplishment right yeah i mean i'm real proud of that yeah because it was uh i think i got my sophomore year uh, I was two matches away in my junior year. I lost in the blood round in my senior year. I, you know, I placed. And, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Pretty cool. So coming out of college, you didn't get into comedy right away, right? You're what, slinging Pringles or something like that. Oh yeah. 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 I, um, how'd that come about or what kind of cha- yeah, you know, that, that life path? Like, you know, after college, you know, and I didn't, I think I graduated a year, you know, in like four years. And then I stayed for a fifth year. Cause I had used my red shirt year at West point And, um, 
gotcha. you know, I, I thought I had a shot at, at doing something and I was like kind of taking grad school classes, not seriously. And, um, <laughs> I got it again. I, you know, I, I got done with, uh, I got off the podium and I'm like, I, I haven't considered, I wonder if a lot of wrestlers are like this. Cause I'm like, I haven't thought at all about what I want to do for the rest of my life. I just want to, th this tournament is what I've been right Johnny thinking about for the last 18 years you know like this is the thing and I, it's not that I didn't you know I did fine in school I, I you know I but I I did it because like you know I don't want to get yelled at by my dad or whatever you know you know I, was, I just knew that you need to do well in school I didn't do it because I was like I'm gonna do this so I can turn it into a career and I um so I thought well I'm gonna do comedy you know, and, and this girl broke up with me, man, like right uh -huh. around nationals, my, my senior year, this girl. And she was, yeah, I was, it was, it would, it killed, it really hurt, you know? And um, so I, I was in a weird place anyways. And I was like, I'm going to move to Chicago and do comedy. And I, I was there for like two weeks and I just, I was living with my buddy who went to art school there. And um, man, I, I just flipped out. Like one, I think it was the girl to the, just you i had so much structure in my life life change right johnny yeah, you just Julius said you have that thing in that, front right? of you you have practice in front of you every day you have carrot, the next right? tournament in front the carrot, of you. right i, I need to go to that carrot always right? there and it wasn't there and i and i if i were to go back i'd be like yeah it was just switch it to comedy but i couldn't and i just was nervous about everything and i, I you know i didn't have any money and i i just sort of um freaked out and i, I moved back you know, after just a few weeks, I moved back to St. Louis and stayed with my parents and I started interviewing and I got a job at this company called Procter and Gamble. And I, yeah, I worked there, you know, I was, I, they sent me to Houston, Texas. I was there, um, for, uh, for five years. And then they transferred me to Cincinnati and I was there for five years off and on during that time I was doing comedy, you know, but cool. I, cool. I would kind of go back and forth. I wish I could tell you, like, I just was like, comedy is my dream and I'm going to do, it. I, I would be like, do it. And then I'll be like, no, what are you doing? You need to have a family, do the regular thing. You're doing well. I was doing well at the job. I was making a lot of money and getting promoted. And then, you know, I just, I, I something clicked when I was in Cincinnati, the, the Houston, I was like off and on. Once I got to Cincinnati, I was doing it fairly regularly. I might've had one freak out where I was like, ah, I'm not going to do this anymore. But those last three years I was doing it quite a bit and I started getting better. And I started, you know, it not really. Right, yeah, that those first several years of comedy, you're just worried about, you know, having a horribly embarrassing experience. You know, you're just worried about it going terrible. And then you get to a certain point and you're like, it's going to go well. I know how to, it's going to almost always go well. So now you start thinking about what do I want to say? It's like, you know, I'm going to win most of the wrestling matches. Now, how can I invent new technique and how can I get, what's the worst going to happen right i'm going to yeah, lose yeah. a match or i'm going to bomb on stage if that's yeah, the worst yeah. thing that can happen right then well the bombing is terrible it's like you, most comics <laughs> you just live in fear of bombing for a while some guys probably don't have that but i did because you know it's not fun so you're just always worried about just making the audience laugh and then you get to a certain point you're like they're gonna laugh i'm i'm good enough i know enough tricks i know i've got good material they're gonna laugh now what what can i actually say that maybe is different or original or hasn't right. been said before. So um, I asked some of the guys when they jump on the podcast, what's their, you know, these youngsters nowadays, right? Everything's on YouTube and some guys don't have many matches on YouTube. Do you have a yeah. favorite clip? Not necessarily a match, but do you have a favorite, you know, bit that you kind of 
if no one's seen any of your content. Oh your yeah, favorite? man. What's your well, favorite? No, I, you know, I, it's a sort of a loaded question. Cause it's like <laughs> the, fa the favorite joke that I have is probably whatever the newest one is, Okay, you, you know, like whatever one is just starting to work as far as like what's out there on the internet, probably what, you know, there's two hours of material that are pretty, you know, there's a dry bar special, um, that's got a lot of views, uh, and then there's a, a Amazon Prime special that it's on YouTube too. It's called Where the Field Corn Grows, and mm -hmm. both those, you know, I'm I'm pretty proud of, you know. And um, it's funny. There's only a little bit of wrestling material in both those. Uh, I did so much of the wrestling material early on in my career. The 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 bit that I, you know, I did this bit called Flute Man, which is about you know, being in high school and wrestling on the team and playing the clarinet in the band, and that that bit like kind of launched my career, you know, like that, that bit. A, okay. Yeah. It got me into the Montreal comedy festival. Um, I did it on TV early. The, the biggest thing is I did it on this radio show, the Bob and Tom radio show, which is, you know, syndicated all over the country and it just somehow their audience loved it. And so that thing just sort of kind of it opened a lot of doors for me. So that, that bit is, you know, uh, it's old. So it's, is it my favorite bit? No, because I'm just have to set it, you know. But if I if you come to a show, 99% of the time I'll do it at the end of the show just because I, I feel like I should because a lot of people came just to see that that bit. But um, gotcha. yeah, I mean if I if people are like, well, it's funny because people always be like, well, describe your comedy to me. I'm like, no, I don't want to. Like, but it's clean though for those that don't know, right? It's clean comedy, right? Yeah, it's not, it's not clean. A, not, not many I mean, comics can do that, right? Yeah, I mean. I mean, it's, it's probably more rare there there's, and I don't, you know, people always kind of get hung up on that. Like it was sort of more of a, um, it certainly wasn't a moral choice. It was more of a, uh, this like a strategic choice. Cause it, I was pretty clean anyway. I, if you listen to me, you know, uh, 10 years ago, especially it's not clean. It's not like filthy, but there's a lot of profanity in there. And usually when I'm doing some character, sometimes, you know, a wrestling coach, uh, <laughs> But, um, you know, I, I don't know, six, seven years ago, I just, I started wanting to do more like late night, uh, TV and, you know, the time you needed to be clean to do that. And I start, I was always fairly clean. I just kept getting cleaner and cleaner. And then actually a friend of mine who, uh, works at Sirius radio and, uh, he was like, Hey man, you're way too close to being like totally clean to not be totally clean. So just do it. So if you see anything that I put out, um in the last you know five six years it's it's clean it's it's i would say close to g-rated which unfortunately some people are like well that's lame and i promise it's not like you won't oh, think yeah. that it's 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 not like christian comedy or something it's just uh yeah it is um if you came to a club you know any given night and you're completely offended by any swear word i would say don't come because like you, you may hear it like i i sort of do reserve that right in a live show Right. Now, if it's at a corporation or, you know, sometimes I'll do shows when there's kids in the audience or, you know, if it's a certain situation, I can be totally clean. But if it's a nightclub and there's adults there that are drinking, I'm like, ah, right. I, I may let it's it's not many, but I may let one fly just just for fun, you know. So not even talking COVID, you've seen kind of the like, comedy scene probably change right now. It's special the whole specials you talked about you have. Right. And um, 
you know, the comedy probably has changed over your court, right? The the whole scene probably a little bit. Or? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, and there's people that probably pay a lot more attention to that than I do. You know, comedians like I tend. Yeah, there's you know there's uh, a different. The clubs are bigger. Um, there's a lot of like YouTuber people that are famous and they, now that, they can sell out the clubs. Especially because COVID, right? Probably a lot of people doing that. It was before COVID. Like people yeah. just oh, okay. YouTube such a sensation and okay. kids love that stuff so much. You know, it, uh, TV credits aren't quite as big as they used to be. Um, and there's yeah, there's all kinds of exciting new avenues. You know, there's serious comedy wasn't on serious radio. 15 years ago there was no serious radio so now it's like a ton of i get played on there probably seven eight clips a day so it's like all these you know pandora serious dry bar comedy there's all these exciting new ways for people to find you which is mm -hmm. which is cool but yeah i don't pay a ton of attention to you know i just sort of like hey it's still about what do you what what do you think is interesting or different and how do you make that into something that's funny and you know how, eventually you're going to get in front of an audience and try to explain that to them and, and hopefully they'll laugh at it hopefully they'll see what you see and and, and they'll laugh at it right. um so i i don't i probably don't have my eyes open enough to like the, the landscape uh, of it I, you know I, i'm more probably a little more tactical than strategic. I'm just like, yeah, I, this is my, this is what I, if I wake up every morning and I write and I listen to the show from the night before and I keep my eyes open um, and get on stage a lot, that's about what I want to do. And hopefully things will work out. And things will happen, right? So, um, so I was going to ask, so I was, like when you're preparing for a special, what goes into that, right? Because that's probably different than, you know, traveling and doing your, your tour, right? Well, I mean, not really. It's, you uh -huh. know, I, I think that the tour is what prepares you right. for a special. And, you know, um, if I can put out like a new hour of material, it seems to take about four years to really get it right. Oh, wow. um, this, this time I feel like it might take three. Like, I think I might shoot something next summer. Like I'm coming up. It's, it's the timing is a little condensed. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting better. Maybe I just uh, have some, uh, I'll have a lot of ideas or I just hit gold, but I feel like I'm on the cusp right now. Like, I, you know, I feel like I'm in about 45 minutes. It's strong. I got other ideas and I, I see. So, you know, the way to get that right is just get it, get it out on the road, you know, get it into the comedy clubs. I also, I do, see, you know, some corporate shows, which are more, uh, I'm good at it. It's, you know, I used to work in corporate America. You have to be clean. I know kind of what to say, what not to say. And I, I know, I'm edgy enough to, to make them laugh, but, uh, uh, but I know what line not to cross and those are lucrative. Um, those I, I don't really, that's not going to prepare me for a special. What prepares me for a special is, you know, this week I'm going to Zanies in Chicago and it's, you know, five or six shows in a row. And then, oh, wow. you know, so, and then like, I've already got sort of the first quarter of 2022 where I'm in a club every week, you know, just, and I feel like, okay, by the end of that quarter, I should have a pretty good idea what I want to do on the next hour. You know, you can't force it. Um, but I, I, I think, um, you know, and it's just what I was telling you. It's just basically keep your eyes open. Comedy is about noticing your surroundings a lot. Um, uh, write a lot, listen to your act, get on stage a lot. That's cool. You have a and I think it's, yeah, I think it's somewhat like, so, sorry to interrupt. No, you're uh, good. Man. I think it's somewhat like wrestling where, you know, at some point you kind of, 
you prepare, you prepare, but once you're on stage, you let your instincts take over. Mm-hmm. You know, your strong, strong suit and what to stay away from and yeah, yeah. what to do. Right. Yeah. Do you have a favorite city that you like to, to visit or is there certain, certain cities you like to go to? Yeah, man. I, you know, sometimes it has more to do with the club than the city, right. the actual okay. city. But, um, I, uh, I mean, I like my, I like St. Louis where I live that club. I, I love that week. That's a fun week of the year. Um, Columbus, Ohio has a great club and a great fan base. Uh, Austin, Texas is, is, is pretty awesome. Omaha, Nebraska, uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Um, yeah, Pittsburgh's been a really, really great city for okay. me. I'm going there yeah. in a couple of weeks. Are you? Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Man. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, there's a radio there. station there called DVE okay. that um, they get a, they they have a lot of fans and their their fans have been really good to me over the years. So. Oh, cool, cool. All right, Greg. You know anything else for the listeners? Uh, no. It's just uh, it's it's kind of um. You know, uh, working the road can be kind of a kind of a lonely deal sometimes. I guess you know you're out and about, and in these over the last 10, 15 years with all the wrestling content online, you know you can watch matches. I can watch all of Missouri's matches. I can, you know, I can listen to podcasts like this. I can hear some of the guys that I've been fans of forever be interviewed. It's it's kind of a really cool time to be a wrestling fan. You know? Right. No, definitely. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. It, um, so you f- still follow Mizzou pretty closely then? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in, I did a show in Columbia on, on, uh, this past uh, Friday night. And, oh, sweet. Uh, yeah. And, and, uh, uh, Brian Smith, Brian Smith and I are pretty close friends and, uh, him and his wife, Denise came to the show and, uh, 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 Tyrell Todd came out and, uh, you know, I, I have been, I've stayed real close to the program and my coach Wes Roper's, uh, he, he, he and Brian were both at my, when I taped my last special. Oh, um, that's and, sweet. And Denise. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Becky, uh, his wife. And uh, yeah, man, I I've been lucky that um, most places I go to do a show, somebody will come up after and, yeah. uh, and they'll be like, yeah, I wrestled at so-and-so or, you know, and, and I love that part of it, man. I love so it. Some, sometimes it's weird when they're like, it's funny. Like if you see something that comes up and I try to be, you know nice to people but you know you have a bunch of people after the show that want to talk to you and some people like want to talk comedy you know and i and sometimes i'll do it and you know and i but i'll do it more out of like uh i need to do this and then and then somebody will come up and just start talking about like uh wrestling and i'll, and I'll sit i'll sit there for an hour and talk to them about you know about about you know who's good this year or you know the yeah. next tool or that kind of stuff man yeah, it's um great. I'm I'm excited for this season. You know, NCAA's even you know obviously here in Ohio, it's uh, it's gonna be. You know, oh, it's is it in uh, Detroit? Oh, it's in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not. Yeah, I'm, I'm fired up, man. I mean, I think it's gonna be a great season. There's uh, there's already all kinds of storylines, and um, you know, selfishly, Missouri's looks like they're gonna be good for the next three or four years. That you right. know, they, they they have basically the same lineup for the next three years there and they got some they got some really good guys there so uh giving yeah. us other guys in the mac a chance to now <laughs> oh mac yeah might open now so yeah that's yeah that yeah the max i don't know what the, what is gonna go down it's funny missouri was clawing like crazy to get back in the big 12 and they finally did which i think is exciting um 
And then, you know, you get the news that Oklahoma and Texas are probably going to leave the Big 12. So is the Big 12 even going to exist in a couple of years? So yeah. uh, maybe, maybe there's going to be a major realignment of wrestling conferences. Yeah, that's what, that's what it sounds like, right? I mean, yeah, you got to think, right? With NIL and all these, you know, financial models changing, it's, it's something's going to has to that get. That I have, I mean, I, that'll be interesting. NIL, that, that's, uh, right. that should be really interesting. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a double-edged sword, but we'll see. I'm, I'm glad. So that- do I. So do I. I mean, I. On one hand, it's like, especially you know the football and basketball. It's like these guys, millions have been made off of them, and they saw none of it. I get right, that. right. They got to pay them something, but you know, wrestling. Yeah. Like kind of the low end of the. It is, but I could see a kid in Iowa, like you know, you know, Spencerly, yeah, yeah, making a, you know, I mean, I could see it in any mm-hmm. team where some some local business is going to want to be part of that. But uh, yeah, I just wonder what, what the dynamic between that guy and his teammates is, or that guy and, um, and his coach is. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, they start making more than the coach I mean, wrestling. I think there's a little bit of humility that, that just is, is inherent in wrestling because of the beating that you take every day, you, you know, you can get humbled um, real quick. Yeah. Yeah. But I do, I do think there's gotta be some athlete. It's like coaches like, Hey, you know, you need to run those stairs and be like, no, nah, man, I make, I make 250 grand. I'm not running anywhere. <laughs> you know, well, you got to run those stairs. All right. Well, I'm going to transfer, you know, like I, I just I'll wonder. I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know what? I, 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 the, the, this guy, uh, this guy at this other school said I didn't need to run stairs. So I'm transferring. Yeah. And so I, yeah, I, um, I, I think it's, it's, it's going to be like you said, double edged sword, but, uh, yeah. uh may, maybe it'll, yeah, we'll see. Maybe it'll be you good. never know. Right. We don't, I don't feel like we don't know. We don't know yet. Right. 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 Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, I'm excited for the you know, the worlds too, right? Olympics, you know. Yeah, Olympics, man. Worlds went I mean, great. I don't, I don't know how we get beat this year at worlds. I mean, it's you add what four weight classes, we're tough in all of them. You right, know? right, right. Yeah, I mean that that's uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun watching the Olympics. That was that was really cool. Do you get to go to much wrestling with with your um, schedule, or do you get you know, no, do you not a or you know, big? Talk I make and I, I hit NCAA's maybe every you know three four years. Um, you know we've been fortunate because they've been in St. Louis a lot. So yeah. um, this year I decide you know I'll make some duels just because they happen. If it's a Friday or Saturday, you know during wrestling season, almost always I'm working. Right. Um, now every now and then it's like oh there's i can you know i'm I'm working in des moines and there's you know missouri's wrestling iowa state that day so i'll just drive over to ames see the match and come back or you know i went and watched an iowa and iowa state match before because i just was in the neighborhood so i get to see some of that stuff um for me to especially after after having not worked a lot in in 2020 i'm not taking a lot of weekends off but i did uh i did set aside so far, uh, I blocked off that first week, first weekend of March. I want to go to the Big 12s. I'm, I'm not going to be able to make it up to Michigan this year for NCAAs. I already booked a gig that week. But I'm me and my dad are going to go to the Big 12 just because nice. you know, I haven't seen that in forever, and it's I, I think it'll be pretty cool. That's so, sweet. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Get to do that with your dad. That's uh, yeah, yeah, man. We we've really we've cool. had a lot of fun. We argue about stuff all the time. It's it's, it's like ridiculous. It's like supposed to be having fun, and we're just arguing over you know. <laughs> 
you do like a stick them or something or gotta no just you know we just we 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 don't necessarily see the uh the sport the same way (laughs) yeah yeah but um yeah but it's pretty cool i get to do that with him man it's 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 really cool so that's all yeah my brothers and dad they usually go to ncaa's every year i'm here in ohio run the junior high state series I always miss out right. they're gonna be oh yeah that's right around the same time yeah man. so they're always like hey this is what's going on i'm like yeah rub yeah. it in thanks guys yeah um, it's, it's awesome it. yeah but it, you know what though man well you're you're running a tournament so you know but i mean it's kind of fun sometimes to set up you know five tv screens or whatever and watch the NCAAs. yeah that way that, that's kind of cool sometimes too yeah know? we usually go to dinner to do the finals you know a group of us so at least i'm not trying to watch from my phone or something should, right it right. works out the way all right we're gonna go watch you you know watch the finals here and you know yeah you know, big screen tv somewhere you know so it usually works out but you know those like semis match and the blood round semis and semis you know, and the quarters and quarters the, yeah quarters that semi round that friday night round is uh with the blood yeah. round and the sem. it's insane man. it's insane so yeah pretty cool well working uh working those that don't know you living under a rock where can they find you man where can they uh you know i got a website it's gregwarrencomedy.com and um you know that i you know i'll probably be uh doing a show somewhere around you in the next uh, six months uh or you know you could like i said there's plenty of stuff on youtube to check out uh there's a bunch of stuff yeah well i appreciate your time stick on here we'll, we'll chat a little bit more here but i appreciate it greg yeah enjoyed talking to you